This week on Hashtag All Podcast Matter. This week on Hashtags All Podcast Matter, I look at my phone during the show. There's a new fucking Nintendo coming out in March and pre-orders. I'm, yeah, it, I've never been. I haven't been excited for a Nintendo system in a while. It looks fire. I'm going to be in line for that midnight release. And by midnight release, I mean delivered to my house. Yeah. Uh, Marvel Pools Riri. Prince has a new album. Uh, Prince has the greatest hits coming out. Get it right. Your boy Tip. Woke is not a part-time job. If you're shaming your kids on the internet for <laughs> for punishment, you're terrible. You're probably a shitty parent. Kevin Feig, Netflix. Netflix Netflix Marvel doesn't belong with MCU Marvel. It's levels to this shit. Logan trailer. Um, Grand, Grand Theft Auto. Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy 2 trailer. I was wondering how you keep getting that mixed up, but hey. Because I'm reading G-O-T-G. Yeah. So... GTA. Your brain works mysterious ways. Uh, dyslexia. It's a, it's a, it's a, <laughs> next week, we'll be talking about mental illnesses and why you motherfuckers <laughs> need to listen up. Listen up and listen up good. And our top five powerful voices. Uh, I am my own top five. All right. And what do you like about the show? Tweet us about it. Do you love our, our nerdiness? Do you love our social commentary? Or do you just you know listen for the comedy? Or to hear what curse words I'm going to use uh, frequently during the show. Oh, and before I forgot, I actually heard a story about why those certain words you can't say on TV and radio. Mm-hmm. Uh, because the George Carlin skit aired on KPFA, mm-hmm. and then somebody complained to the FCC, FCC, and then there's a federal ruling that you can't say like shit, ass, fuck, and cocksucker on the radio mm-hmm. anymore. So that's why. There's some words you can't say, and th- mm-hmm. that list has gotten smaller and bigger. Yeah. So now at after 10 p.m., you can't say those words. Welcome, welcome to another episode of Hashtag All Podcasts Matter. I'm your bipolar mic controller host, Ken. Vic is here too. I'm Vic Damone Jr., uh, program director. <laughs> Edit- Editor-in-chief. I'm Ken. I do some other stuff. What are my titles again? Uh, you're RZA. Yeah, yeah. You're and engineer. Um, creator. No. Co-creator. Because I came up with the name. <laughs> yeah, you did. Mm-hmm. Um, How was your week? Week was good. How was your week? Since you gave me two weeks' notice, I know your job's giving you a couple of days off so they can practice your the the emergency contingency plan when you go postal in that bitch. I am I am at full not giving a fuck mode mm-hmm. at work right now for these past two weeks. It's for amazing. These past two years. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually doing the same thing, just yeah. mostly composing tweets. Uh-huh. And telling anybody who comes into the workplace about my podcast. Yes. Because I work with the public. Mm-hmm. So I just kind of like hand out the cards to anyone who comes in. I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm definitely chapping out the bando. So mm-hmm. it's it's great. It's great. And you say you've been feedback from your coworkers who are predominantly. Um, I mostly tell the people of color about okay. it. Um, I haven't told any white people. Oh, okay. wait, oh, wait. Sorry. I have told some white people okay. about it. Uh, but they're very surprised about how much cursing I do. Like fuck and uh, casual use of the n word, which I can say is nigga here, and not mm-hmm. not the n word, yeah. which I would refer to it at work. Yeah, I don't like it. I white people. I work with white people for a while, and 
dishes everywhere. <laughs> That's I don't think I've heard anyone say that before. What? <laughs> yeah, I've worked with white people for a while now. <laughs> and uh <laughs> I've been studying them. I've been in their habitat. I've had their box of wine and their non seasoned food. It's it's pretty it's pretty good. It's, <laughs> I've okay, studied it's, them. it's, it's okay, you know. <laughs> One thing I've noticed about white people is when black people use the N word, nigga, it gives them right to they feel it feels that they give them right to repeat it as so I work with in education, so if uh I'm gonna use a Black sounding. If Jerome says nigga, he's like, "Oh my God, Victor!" So a white person Tom would say, "Oh my God, Victor! Did you hear Jerome said nigger?" I'm like, "No, he didn't. He fucking <laughs> didn't. He said nigga. Nigger is totally different." And like the black kid, like Vic, he just said nigger. I know nigga. Did you hear him? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, "Wait, you just said it. No, I said nigga. You said nigger. I'm black. He's black. You're white. You said er." We're all offended. Everybody's offended now. Mexicans, Chinese, this is because everybody knows you don't say the ER. Everybody knows white people. Uh, also, I started working on a screenplay this week. Uh huh. It's based. You remember that movie Sidekicks? Uh huh. You know with uh, what's his name? You know the guy who does like Walker Texas Ranger. Yeah. So basically, it's gonna Chuck be- Norris. How dare you forget his name? It's gonna be. It's going to be like sidekicks, mm-hmm. but with us and Keanu Reeves. No. Right? I actually have a real. So it's going to be called Sidekickers. If you're in the Bay Area or California and you want to meet us in person, wait, no. Or you just want to kick it with us at a con, we got our first pray passes. Woo! Oh my God. If the MIDI board <laughs> was plugged in, I would be pressing celebration sounds. Kian? Oh, oh! So you want me to? Matter of fact, I'm gonna use the MIDI board. You just hold the keyboard. That's me pressing a MIDI board that's not plugged up. Well, you bought a MIDI board about a month ago. Mm-hmm. I've been a little busy because I've been on the radio. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I was on the radio. So this... anyway, we're so going. I was, oh, no, so I was is... on the radio this week. I, I reported a news story. On I'm talking KPFA about our press radio. pass first. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I wanted to talk over you because I was yes. excited. Go ahead. No, sir. because Go you ahead. were wrong. Go ahead. Flag on the play. Flag on the play. <laughs> um. We're going to be at Kraken Con in Oakland. I don't know when it is. Keen just was excited. Like, we're actually on the panel. No, we got our press pass. So Press passes are dope. Yeah, no, we're going we're gonna to go it's, and it's, own that bitch. It's November 18th to the 20th. Yes. We're probably, we're, we'll be there on the 19th, probably. Probably. And then we're going to act like we own the bitch. We're, we're going to bring our, I'm bringing my portable folding table. I'm going to sit it up, <laughs> and I'm going to have a whole banner up there in black. You want to meet Keen and Panther 5000 and Instamone? From the hit uh, podcast, all podcasts matter. Motherfuckers be like, never heard of y'all, but you guys have a, t- a table. Yeah. Yes. We're going to be selling autographs. Exactly. I'm I'm really going to go in there big shot. I have t-shirts and everything. I'm going to be, be grab. Also, we need an air horn. Like, every time somebody buys a shirt, mm-hmm. we're just like. Bah. And doing the confetti poppers. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be grabbing bitches by their pussy. Donald Trump style. <laughs> 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 Is it too much? Uh, is it too much? So let's uh, feedback. Is, let's is that too much? Is let's, this, no? It's a little. It's a little much. <laughs> all right. It's a, all right. I've heard that a lot this past two weeks. <laughs> I, but, I bring it out of the. But it might it might be okay because you're not a presidential candidate to say that. Oh no! It actually it isn't okay because I'm not a presidential candidate. If I was running for president, I could say that shit. Oh yeah, that's true. I get it. Speaking of graphic, <laughs> know what? I think we reached your quota for saying that. I didn't get to say it. Charlie Sheen is in the news today. <laughs> oh, yes. So if you don't know, Charlie, Charlie Sheen proposed that he wanted to uh, throw out the first pitch. for the, At the um, Because the Cleveland Indians, 
Again, we just keep being wrong. Cleveland Indians, that, spot, that still flies. So the Cleveland Indians are going to be in the World Series first time since 1997, and Charlie Sheen offered up his services to dress up as Rick the Wild Thing Vaughn and throw out the first pitch. And people were actually okay with this. And I'm like, oh, what the fuck? Really? Nobody gets forgiven but white people. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm not making a thing. Charlie Sheen is a horrible fucking person. He was having unprotected people while he knew he had AIDS, not telling people he had AIDS while he was having unprotected sex with him. After he said it, like people were like, oh, yeah, that'd be awesome. Rick the Wild Thing Vaughn. And I'm like, no, he it's Charlie Sheen. And then, but luckily, MLB Baseball said, fuck no, no. No, that's because cool. Char- because Charlie Sheen is terrible. Yes, he's a he's a shit can of a person. He's a trash can of a person. He is a he is the dumpster behind uh, a baby changing company next to an Indian food restaurant. Even though I just had some bomb ass tiki masala today. I mean, a few days ago. Oh, I was gonna say. So you went to get tiki masala and then you didn't offer to bring any. I was, Not I was, today. I was about to get mad, but you oh. said a couple days ago. Yeah. I think you might have just added that to save yourself, but hey, that's okay. No, I went to Hometown Buffet with Christian. Oh, And you okay. can't bring that shit here. They cost you extra when you try and bring food out there. You got to bring. they do let you. Hey, you got to bring your own to-go containers. Yeah, I'm like, what you going to do? It's all you can eat, right? You didn't say today. <laughs> Sue me. What are they going to do? Stop me? I don't see no tongues working here. Get the fuck out of my way. <laughs> then it... Uh, <laughs> There's been a lot of news about the Nintendo Switch this week, mm-hmm. and then you watched the trailer for it, which that, got you juice. That trailer looks amazing. That I, trailer should have been released at Comic Con. It should have. I'm <laughs> fucking excited. Nintendo, Nintendo was back. Hail to the chief. Yeah, it, like the OG, the original. It it started this fucking uh, game, game shit. And shit, and you ran it for a while. Nintendo, Super Nintendo, Nintendo 64, Dreamcast. I mean, GameCast, GameCube. Eh, no, nah, I didn't have one. Then you kind of fell by the wayside. We always been popping. But you can't play Madden on Wii. I mean, you can, but who would who who would do that? This shit looks amazing. Dope. It's a console. It's handheld. They can do both. It's portable, and you can uh, stream it to your TV with the same thing. And the it it's all in one, dude. It's all inclusive. And you can just play it with multiple people, just in the same room, and it's mm-hmm. always there. As the portable mode, <clears throat> you can play against other motherfuckers with their portable modes. It's it's gonna revolutionize gaming, and it's dirt cheap. Selling like two, it's only gonna be starting at like two hundred fifty bucks. Damn, really? Mm-hmm. Because Nintendo ain't about all that fucking wibble wobbling shit. They already made billions. Now they're just about to make children happy all over the world. And there's gonna be a Pokemon game with that motherfucker. So, oh, another thing I'm already excited about is that all the publishers are on board with this already, mm-hmm. and and they already announced a bunch of dope games, mm-hmm. and they announced that they're actually gonna be coming out on time on a regular schedule. Mm-hmm. Take, my, take my money. Yeah, take it. Speaking of Pokemon, rest in peace, Pokemon Go. Motherfuckers dropping that shit like flies. I haven't heard anybody talk about that for weeks. Like, uh, the, the one kid I work with, he's such a late and he's such a poser. He's like still bragging about it. And, we're, and me and the other cool kids like, oh, you still play Pokemon Go? That was so like three weeks ago. <laughs> Speaking of little kids being sexually de- sexually exploited in comic books. Perfect segue, sir. <laughs> I'm just throwing them out today. <laughs> Marvel, uh, Marvel had a comic cover by Jason Scott Campbell, mm-hmm. which depicted new Iron Man, um, Riri. Riri. Uh, very sexualized for a 15-year-old. Also, black girl. black girl. Also, she was like very light-skinned in comparison to her first mm-hmm. appearance, which was which was terrible. Yeah. And due, due to like um, fan outrage, which is well-warranted, uh, Marvel pulled the cover. Mm-hmm. But... but- 
the uh, illustrator. The problem with this, um, Jason Scott Campbell has um, been an asshole about the reaction. It was not only, maybe he just like, it was fine. It was kind of fine not to excuse his actions. And maybe he didn't understand what he did mm-hmm. and that he would have just like admitted some kind of fault and apologized. But he doubled down on it and said, you know what? You guys are getting offended over nothing. I didn't do anything wrong. You guys are all assholes for being outraged by this. But they, I mean, what color skin is he? He's white. Yeah, the same Matt Damon. He met. Hey. He met Damon. The explain. Yeah. Hey, diversity doesn't matter behind the <laughs> behind the camera. It only matters in front of it. But he has a long history of doing this, of like mm-hmm. depicting like young women as like. Really, oh, he's Japanese. Really, really, really sexual. Yeah, he's kind of like that. Yeah. Anyway, moving right along. Um, I'm excited. You not excited, even though you should be, because he's the king of the light scans. Prince greatest hits, got rest so. No one's asked me why my profile picture is still a Prince album cover, is because I'm in a year of mourning. All right, a whole year. I noticed that was still your profile picture. Yeah. I'm kind of surprised still. Whole year of mourning. Um, but they're gonna re- release a, another Prince greatest hits album. And it's gonna have new music on it, and I'm fucking excited. But then I'm not. I'm scared, scared, excited. I'm excited. <laughs> I wanted to ask how excited you were because a lot of uh, posthumous material hasn't really been up to par. Yeah, but it's Prince though. And as Prince is indeed the or one of the greatest recording artists of all time, mm-hmm. do you think his new new music will be up to par? I don't think it's new music. I think they should just like. Or get, you, get some brain trust in there. Do you, oh, do you know anything about it yet? Like, how finished is it? And, like, is any, anybody I working know, on he, it? He was a guy that finished. He was like a pop. He was a guy that finished music. Oh, okay. And just didn't release it. Oh, okay. It's okay. not like it's unwritten music. He's got to just finish the movie because he was he was his own engineer and shit like that. He played his own instruments and everything like that. Except when Lisa and Wendy came. Lisa and Wendy came. Lisa, is the water warm? Yes, Wendy. All right, anyway. Sorry. <laughs> Prince, proper <laughs> reference. Um... No, I'm excited because I just hope they don't bastardize it like they kind of did with unreleased music from Michael. Yeah, I would agree. That's that's kind of why I asked because mm-hmm. you know, obviously the direct comparison of him being the, the best word, recording artist the, ever. This show's word of the day is bastardize. Bastardize. <laughs> You're gonna hear it a few more times. Word of the day. Ah! Ah! Up, 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 up. Here's the button. Ah! That I should be pressing. Oh, don't worry. We can set it up after you record. You can do it. You can do it. It's fine. I'm going home. Oh, okay. Interesting. You live here. All right. Um, Your boy, Tip, T.I. Harris, said, uh, somebody asked him, hey, man, why you ain't waking? I was like, why you ain't making music about booty clubs and stripper and balling and selling dope anymore? You woke, man. And, And like, I clicked this and I posted it. I couldn't read it at work. I mean, I could listen to it at work because I was at work. But I was like, yeah, my nigga Tip. Hell yeah, Tip is making that real shit. You know, he's trying to uplift his people. And I was applauding him. You know, we, me and Keen gave each other the high five emoji. Like, yeah. And then we listened to the interview. It, tip? <laughs> I thought I was like, yeah, he's going to be back in my top five. It's going to be fine. And so basically he said, yeah, man, there's a lot going on. And I feel if, if, if ain't nobody else talking about it, I got to talk about it. I got to stop it for a while. But then I get back to the the booty club music and talking about selling drugs. Like, whoa, whoa, tip, no, no. Here's the thing: once you awake, you can't go back to being unwoke. 
that's that's why you choose the blue pill. This shit ain't fun. I'm angry all the time. <laughs> it's it's a terrible it's a terrible experience. We can't enjoy anything. Exactly. Everything is fucking racist to us. This shit hurts. <laughs> Man. And then we don't trust white people's genuinely wokeness. Like, yeah, black lives matter. I'm like, but whoa. you know, all lives matter. Hey, whoa, what the fuck, dude? Yes, yes. So you never trust the genuine people? Nah, all you white people that fuck with us. Genuine. Y'all solid. Yeah, you tell thirteen friends. <laughs> <laughs> Wait to be woke or directly about the show? About the show. So okay, okay, okay good, be woke good. As long as you listen, I don't give. Look, a, I don't give a fuck if you hate black people. Get my 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 plays up. Yeah, listen. When you tell people about the show, you're directly doing your job to end mm-hmm. systemic racism. Those are getting your black points up, and it those is. shits counts. You're gonna get invited to so many cookouts. Mm-hmm. That invited to the barbecue is a real ass thing. <laughs> it is, it is serious. You can you don't even have to bring a side or anything. You know what? Okay, it's like the trust that Sigourney Weaver built up with the Navi in Avatar. You're earning that shit, but don't lose it by bringing one Ofe in there and fucking up the whole thing. Don't bring White Devil. Don't bring the White Devil. You're cool, but you don't want to lose your privileges, all right, like Sigourney Weaver did with the Navi. Avatar reference. I don't think I've ever heard anybody make an Avatar reference. But, hey, that's what we do. Mm -hmm. That's what we do here. You want to take a break? Uh... Oh, no. Yeah, I was just saying, just telling Tip, look, Tip, being woke is a full-time job. You can't just wake up, do your part, and say, well, I did it, because one time ain't enough. That's why we keep, we've been talking about the same shit since the end of slavery. Police brutality, systemic racism, we've been talking about it. We had men smarter than us, greater than us, braver than us talk about this shit in the 60s, the 70s, the 80s, the 90s. The 2000s. Speaking of which, it's the 50th anniversary of the Black Panther Party tomorrow. Oh, shit. We should just show that tomorrow. <laughs> no, nah, I might I might go to some events tomorrow, so that's fine. Oh, it's going to be Oakland as fuck tomorrow. Then. It is. Um, so, But that's how I can tell he's fake woke, because like you said, you can't step step there and step back. You can't just, you can't just forget shit. Yeah, like I got to write down that quote. If you're African-American and you're even semi-conscious, to be semi-conscious is to be in a constant state of rage because of the shit you've seen in America. But yeah, we can go to break. All right. Enjoy this music. Be right back. Connecticut's own homegrown that takes practice. Sorry to the people for my absence. Took a long time to create more rap shit. 2016 is a joke for the government. 9-11 inside job, they try to cover it. Black lives matter, gravity pulling all of it. Atomic bomb hidden inside of a shuttle ship. Settlements on the coast, only for white Republicans. Democratic polls blowing up the mothership. Me and Rich Lee got the world in the oven, man. Fake mac and cheese from my frozen them. Feeling like the walls always closing in. Let the world know who I want to be. The niggas upstairs banging shit from 93. Only 17 doing things you niggas never seen. All this kind of selfish behavior. People selling themselves. Their talent, their art for fame, fortune. Elevator to the top, but they bring me down. Now, our topic of the week that we're going to probably try and start doing more. We would say weekly. Fuck y'all. But this topic, 
at a shitty debate on Facebook, mm-hmm. which is you know the trash side, of course. Oh, I get a lot of my news from there. And there was there was a uh, this kid with a terrible haircut, right? He had like a Sherman Hensley, yeah, like a pur- like purposely done to embar- mm-hmm. to embarrass him. Mm-hmm. And the parents said, "Since you want to act grown, yeah, since you want to act grown, I'm gonna give you this haircut. Mm-hmm. Teach you not to steal." Thoughts. Your thoughts. Why? I, I pressed double dare. You can't double dare. You know, <coughs> oh, wait, I pressed double oh, dare. You, you dared want... me, and I pressed double dare. You go. Oh, okay. Uh, physical challenge. Yeah. Oh, okay. Spill your coffee. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you brought it up. Talk about it. Oh, okay. Well, this is this is terrible. Mm-hmm. Isn't this is like I feel like this is like trying to put out a fire with oil. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's just going to lead to more problems. Um, also, why are you publishing publicly embarrassing your child? Mm-hmm. It's like something that you're doing for attention. Mm-hmm. It's like, uh, what, what? Just, just, just why? Yeah. First, first and foremost, yes, this is like I love how whooping went out of style. The world was a better place when <coughs> kids got whoopings. Yes, some people bruise it, but it's same thing with drinking. The same people smoking weed. The same people r- running banks. Some people abuse their power and shit like that. But whooping was a time honored tradition that worked. All right. <laughs> uh, but but pe- when people say excuses like my parents did this and I'm OK mm-hmm. or I bet you then won't steal anymore after publicly embarrassing them. Mm-hmm. I'm like, so well, you still not solving like the root issue of the problem that you're a fucked up parent. Yeah. First, you know, some kids steal and I've been stolen. I've been I never thank God I didn't have Internet, but my mom not my mom don't want to embarrass people. Why would you want to embarrass your kid? In front of millions, probably billion people. Well, th- first of all, your friends. So you gonna embarrass your son that's stealing? Like I wouldn't want my my people to know my kids be stealing and shit like that. First of all, so you gonna embarrass them in front of your immediate family and your friends and shit like that. And then the picture goes viral. And then when their friends see it, well, of course they're gonna see it at school anyway. So you, a kid steals. It's an impulse. Just like touching a fucking stove. You don't embarrass him. You don't take a picture of the red hand and post it on social media. Look at this dumb motherfucker touch the stove and shit like that. I bet he won't do it again. I bet he won't. <laughs> I threw salt in that bitch. I'm like, what the f- bitch? What? And so you do stupid stuff as a kid. We all stole some kid. We want some fucking bubble gum. Mom said no. I got it anyway. Thug life. We we need to give kids room to fuck up. Adults fuck up. Yeah. And kids are stupid. But um, my point was to that was it's like... Maybe you should try parenting their ass. Maybe. Parenting is not going, paying for it. Uh, even though that Sherman Hemsley was a nice looking head. <laughs> he blended that shit nice. <laughs> but you're going to publicly shame him. And then you're going to talk about the school, that uh, kids, that he's going to get bullied at school. I'm going to bully him. Not at me as a kid if I went to school with this kid. I'm talking about me as a 32-year-old fucking adult that works at school. If I see that motherfucker come, if I see any of these kids come with a Sherman Hemsley, I, first and foremost, I'm roasting that kid. I'm on. I'm gonna gather the mean, cool kids, and we're gonna roast this motherfucker. And I'm talking about full extended hand up. Look at this Sherman Hemsley's motherfucker. And kids don't even know it's Sherman Hemsley, but if I say it right, kids are gonna laugh anyway. And after I'm done roasting this motherfucker, I'm calling CPS because you are causing untold physical trauma to your child. Because not only is he getting roasted by kids at school. You are the reason why you purposely did this so you can embarrass your child. You are a shitty person. You are a shitty fucking person. Now, I understand. Now, one of some of these YouTube videos I like. 
Dude gonna talk back to his mama. Dad promptly whipped his ass. Dude still from his mama, and he's like 15, 16. Oh, nigga, you think you grown? Square the fuck up. Oh, you ain't got the hand? No, but you're doing this grown shit. I told you not to smoke weed in my house, but you're going to do this shit. I ain't going to kick you out because I don't want you to get lost in the streets, but I'm going to get these ass whooping that the streets give you with these hands of my own. I like those kind of videos. You still shouldn't be posting it because that's a fucking incriminate yourself, and that's exactly what your son needs for his daddy to go to jail for beating his ass and then posting on Facebook. So maybe we should stop being impulsive. Um, God damn it, I hate saying it. Stop reacting to your kids. Start being proactive with your kids, all right? <laughs> damn, synergy right there. I just feel like I was at a Vic Talks. Dude, I, I, I had to do that shit for you, bro. <laughs> but no, but no you're, you're right. It's good to like... It's like what a pastor said, one of my favorite pastors, one of my favorite preachers, um, George W. Macklin, uh, J.W. Macklin, excuse me, out of uh, Glad Tidings in Hayward. Uh, he, he once said, he's like... It wasn't, this is back in time when we were whooping kids, willy-nilly. We had 1-800 child abuse, but, you know, we were still whooping our kids. I mean, I was still getting my ass whooped. And so he said, he said the coolest shit in the world. He's like, hey, don't whoop your kids when you're angry at them. That's not, that's a different kind of fucking motivation. If you hit your kids out of anger, you just hitting your kid out of anger. Now, if you whoop, if you calm down and then whoop your kid's ass, now they got a chance to think about what they did. And then they got to sit on that ass whooping they about to get. But if you angry and you just start hitting your kid, you angry and hitting your kid. You not showing your kid you know how to deal with your anger any better. You tell them, hey, don't be fighting at school. Don't punch holes in the wall because they sh- you showing them kids that you can't control yourself. You mad at me, so you're going to hit me. Pretty that's much. a that's a fucking bad lesson to teach your kid. Just because they do something to piss you off, you, you whoop them. I'm saying don't whoop your kid. I'm saying don't leave bruises. But I'm just saying if you mad, don't start hitting your kid because you mad. That's no, because you're not thinking straight. At 50, it's, 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 you got to know this. When you're mad, you're not thinking straight, period. That's why when you get fight, like everybody can, everybody got a game plan until they get punched. And then Mike Tyson said it, everybody got a game plan until they get hit. Then everything goes out of the world because now you're defensive. I mean, now you, like, now you win the fight and fight. Adrenaline starts taking over. You start to thinking a little different and everything like that. So calm your ass down and think about what you're going to do. Maybe you have a better plan than whooping your kids and shit. I don't fucking know. I don't have any kids. You want to know why? Why? Pull out game strong. <laughs> well, Were you expecting anything different? <laughs> <laughs> you set me up for it every time. And I'm like, it's like I keep falling and, and I'm for like, it. And I'm like, why? What is, what, where is, he, where is he going with this? Where, <laughs> I was just having this conversation with my, with my friend. She was like, it was like the uh, the Talladega Nights when he's having to see with uh, John C. Riley. He was like, you keep pulling back. Don't you know I hate you? Like, yeah, but we had some good times. We did. Damn it, you keep pulling me in. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's all my thing is like, it's no need to publicly shame your kid. This already shameful enough, especially when you're young. These are young kids that are doing this shit. Cutting your hair. Now I got to look like an asshole at school. I got to get teased at school. And then I got to go home look at you that you're the reason why I had a fucked up day at school. Yeah, that's going to play out well. Don't set your kids up for a psychological trauma. Yeah. Oh, and another thing. I don't care. If you are a single parent, I'm not going to get into this a while. Do not speak ill. If you are a single parent, do not speak ill ill on the child's mother or father i'm gonna say this i'm gonna say this once and i'm gonna go over do not speak ill if you have if he's a deadbeat father 
the by the by the time the kid gets old enough to realize this shit, he will know and everything will come back to him. But if you just bashing a man, you teaching your son or your daughter how fucked up men are and you give them a complex and shit like that eventually if they're bad their kids are going to find out and if they good you are going to look like the bitter person all the year for bashing their daddy or bashing their mother and stuff like that so eventually kids are going to find out what kind of parent their parent really is especially if you with one parent more than the other but don't bash your kids uh other parent because i want to believe kids want to believe their daddy's a superhero kids want to believe their mom is a super mom and shit like that but if you constantly bash him, like fuck, this motherfucker being presents on every uh, every Christmas and shit like that, how could he be bad? It starts to build the resentment and shit like that. Eventually, we all find out who the parents really are. Find the parents ain't shit. But it's not your job to tell him that shit every fucking time the other parent comes up. Otherwise, other than that. <laughs> all right, let's take let's take a break. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I need to center myself. <laughs> oh, all right, uh, let's get back to some music, and we'll be right back. saying something Vic what up alright so Deadpool 2 is casting for Domino <clears throat> and they've named some people you know who they are I have fucking no idea who they are but it's they're casting for Domino Domino's Cable's girlfriend love interest um, his tag team partner unofficially in the Marvel vs. Capcom games are you excited about this or I am excited about it kind of like the end of Deadpool then like Ryan Reynolds just mm-hmm. teasing the fact that Cable is going to be in it Mm-hmm. It's a buddy cop movie next one yeah basically so that's that's why i'm excited I, yeah. and as i mentioned on the show i wasn't like that impressed with the first one mm-hmm. it was very comic booky and then i'm just looking forward to that it was fun it was it better the second time you saw it and you calmed the fuck down i, I still haven't seen it again oh, you watch it it comes on all the time on hbo it's awesome <laughs> having cable <laughs> yeah um but no i'm x-force is one of my um favorite teams mm-hmm and I feel like we're getting like a little bit closer to like getting that X Force movie, and a, a, a string of good Fox Marvel yeah, movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this is yeah, like you said, this is still the best X Men film. So yeah, this is this is gonna be cool. I think. Mm-hmm. Can I tell you what I want from Deadpool? What do you want? What do you want to see in the second Deadpool? I want his girlfriend not to die. I'm tired of. You think that's like a that's too common of a trope? Yeah, everybody has to lose a loved one, and, <clears> and I don't think it'd be fun if he she dies. I think that'll just be a reason for them to make it more rated Ari. But she was a good part of the movie, like when that long ass like when I watch Deadpool now, I'll watch the beginning scene, I'll skip through the lovey dovey parts, I'll skip through the the making him, and go back to the action. But I like I skip through the flashback. 
even though it's funny, I just skip to the flashback until it gets where he's looking for Francis and he gets caught up to Francis. And then even when they go to another flashback, I skip through that shit. I skip through all the flashbacky shit, except the part when he gets shot. So that's how I watch the movie from now. <laughs> that's the, the Vic cut? Yeah, that's the Vic cut. None of that bullshit. None of that. And then get straight to it. It cuts out a lot of the movie, too. <laughs> that's for the best. I think I might do that. Yeah. So now I watch it again. You got you to gotta watch it twice. Then go through it so okay, you can get okay. a proper feeling of it. Because eventually, I've watched this movie like six times already now. With two times all the way through, and then the Vic cut. I've watched it three <laughs> times like that. Um, I want to see that chick. I like that chick, uh, Dr. Leah Tinsworth Thompson uh, on Gotham. I, I just realized that was her. <laughs> and so uh, I want her to... I want, I want him to live with a girlfriend. Doesn't he have a girlfriend in the kind of thing? Yeah. In the comic book? Before, yes. Yeah. And then, Did she die or something like that? I don't know, man. I don't read that much Deadpool. Yeah. And then... At least, not, at least not recently. And then, like, here's the thing. We're never going to get his real love interest, Death, because we're not going to get Thanos. They probably could do Death. They say she's a mutant. Just be like, she's a mutant. Like, no, she can't be a mutant. We called her. Like, Marvel. I swear to God, Marvel... Gets no, called dibs. No, they can they can have mutants in their universe. Marvel, the MCU can't have mutants. Yeah, no, no. I'm saying they oh, can have. Oh yeah. So yeah, okay, if he yeah. calls Death a mutant, I swear to God, that's how they get everybody oh, yeah, yeah, with yeah. dibs. <laughs> because I don't think Deadpool like technically a mutant. He fucks with the X Man, but I don't think he's a mutant. I think they just called dibs. They was like, uh, he fucks with X Man. Dibs, mutant. Yeah, I swear to God, that's how they got all their characters. Dibs. <laughs> <laughs> um. So. I just want to be happy. I just want to be happy. I like happy Deadpool. Even though murderous Deadpool would be fun, but I think it'd be a different movie and wouldn't be as fun. Well, it's, it's good to see just like a lighthearted superhero movie. Mm-hmm. It, it, and it was rated R as fuck. Yeah. The- <laughs> I'm laughing right now because you forgot how to drink water. No, because this shit <laughs> screws the same way to come off. Not gonna help me out, fucking dick. There's some towels right there. I gotta keep talking while right. while you go get a towel right around the corner right there. So while you're, while you're doing that, I'm gonna kill some time. You know why'd you shake water on me too? You're a jerk. Hey, uh, you usually are a jerk on the show, but the tables have turned. Now this week, uh, actually, it was just announced a few hours before we started recording that Donald Glover is gonna be cast as the uh, younger Orlando Kyrissian. Talk, now la- at the po- I was I was thinking you. You know, since I've been on the radio, they you have to have like room for the story to breathe, man. No, you just ain't got shit to say. No, I had shit to say. Yeah. Now, last last week we talked about you know Young Yoda film. Uh-huh. You're pretty excited about that. Are you excited about 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 Lando Begins? No, it's not a Lando Begins. It's gonna be a Han Solo movie, and we're no, nobody's excited about the Han Solo movie. Not in the slightest. We're I'm, excited because of Donald Glover's in it, but then I had to ask you, can Donald Glover act? And you were like, you looked at me like you ex is. Malcolm X one of the most pro blackest motherfuckers in the world. I was, like, <laughs> was Malcolm X really pro black? And you were like, what? Really? No, I I've only seen him in a couple things, and he's kind of been the same character, a nerdy guy that looks like he's on the autism spectrum. <laughs> uh, no, he's he's a really talented writer. Uh huh. And I think if he wants, I want to do after Atlanta's over. Mm-hmm. I want to do like an episode about it. I gotta start watching it. It's good. You like the reason why I didn't like start because 
the police brutality cartoon got me want to watch it, and so I went to go to FX to start it from the beginning, and they only started on episode three on the on demand. I'm like, you're not gonna have the whole fucking show, <laughs> so you don't want me to get caught up on this shit. All right, so fuck you, FX. So then I have to download. It's so much. It's such a trope. All right. So yeah, I believe you. I'm excited, but I swear to God, he's becoming the new common slash Idris Alba. I I kind of wanted to say that I'm a big fan of him. Like I'm I'm super glad to have mm-hmm. him has his success, but overexposure is a thing. Mm-hmm. So I I I don't want to see this Han Solo movie. And it's another him playing a backseat to everybody else in the movie when he's gonna get his own shit. He's good. He's a good producer. He's a good writer. Shit. You know what? Just take take this check and he can do more creative content on his own. Mm-hmm. That's fine. That's fine. When's Keenan gonna Keenan gonna get his own movie? Thompson. He's a great writer. I think SNL just like, hey, we need your black ass. Here's a lot of money. Fine. Basically. That's fine too. Um Leo This is the strangest news, definitely. Leonardo DiCaprio is making hundreds and hundreds of people dream come true. <laughs> hundreds. Hundreds <laughs> and hundreds of people's dream come true by he said he's going to make a Captain Planet movie. Hundreds of people were excited. I got a bit of flack when I called this cartoon shitty. Uh-huh. It's shitty, right? It's nostalgic. It's no, not it's, Power Rangers coming on right now, shitty. I don't think you're... Remember, think, uh, uh, okay, okay, I compared you, to this. I feel like you dodged the question. No, I wasn't a bad cartoon. It doesn't stand the test of the time. If he, you think about it like this, G.I. Joe is a shitty cartoon. He had Nothing a, ever got resolved in G.I. Joe. He had a mullet, and he had a midriff. Okay. And his weakness was garbage. Hey, everybody's... The, it was the, symbolism. The the very thing that he, he wanted to stop. Mm-hmm. It defeated him. Because he was Earth, and Earth wants to stop garbage, but it is also Earth's weaknesses. Literally anything in your hand is garbage mm-hmm. when you make it garbage. The re- I, the, the, I, no, I, lo- I no longer have use for my wallet. Mm-hmm. It's now kryptonite. No, 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 no. If it was recycled properly, you can recycle your wallet. No, I. it's it's like I decide this wallet is garbage, mm-hmm. and then I can defeat him with it. I think it. you're doing it too much into it. Look at how it is. It's, listen, there's there's... Th- there's bad, and then there's bad. Power Rangers was bad when we were watching it. It was just fed to us, and we had to watch it. All right? I'm going to tell you right now, um, Transformer, even though it was a toy thing, one of the re- reasons why it was good is because shit happened in Transformers. There was a different scene from week to week. There wasn't... Even though the villains were all the same, there was consequences that happened and shit moved on. Yeah. So it that's why I loved it. They they came to apexes and climaxes and shit. Same thing with X Men. It was good because shit happened. It wasn't like The Simpsons where the same shit was going on. GI Joe, Whoa. nothing fucking happened. Whoa. Simpsons made six hundred episodes. Has anything ever different changed about The Simpsons? Yeah, people died, man. Yeah, motherfuckers we don't care about, and good people that didn't need to die. But but they he, killed they killed uh fucking Ned's wife Maud with a fucking t shirt. I stopped watching at that point. <laughs> but hey, all good things come to an end. Um, but yeah, like because yeah, Joe was also a terrible show. Yeah, nothing fucking ever happened. There was no consequence of anything. Nobody ever died. And I know it was a fucking cartoon, but shit gotta happen. Ninja Turtles, shit happened, kind of, but still no. 
But this movie is, uh, I don't know, I think, is it going to be like grim dark? What do you think? Like, what's the tone? Is it going to be like. First of all, a comedy? If they, if, no, it can be dark as fuck if they just talk about reality. <laughs> like, you know what they should do? They should do the the red, when when evil Superman comes back. That's what they should be. Captain America's like, I tried to stop you. They really should do the Don Cheeto Captain America. Please, no. No, because could you imagine if Captain America come back and see what we're really doing to fucking country? Like, the world? He would start turning motherfuckers into trees. As long as they still have like the same stereotypes mm-hmm. that the original cartoon had, I'll be okay. Death. And you know they're going to light skin the fuck out of the African kid. And they're going to get a Mexican play to wait. There's a kid from Amazon Rain where he's like Brazilian or some shit like that. Yeah. There's a Russian girl. There's a Chinese girl. And then but a he's, white guy. But he's from like the Soviet. She's from Soviet Russia. Yeah, Soviet Russia. Because <laughs> we love Putin, Putin nowadays, right? And there's going to be no Muslims. Fuck that. Fuck that. Two white people, Asian, a black, and a Mexican. Walking to a bar. But that, be, that being said, I'll be in the theater on opening day. I don't know. Um, your boy, Kevin. Feige? Feige? Feige. Feige. Foliage. Feige. <clears throat> he doesn't think there's room for... Not room. He doesn't think there's a place... For the Netflix Marvel characters, who are some of the best, well, who are the best character developed characters in the MCU, is there room, huh? No, I'm not, I'm just getting my thoughts ready, go ahead. Is, is there room in the MCU for them? So, the Netflix universe talks about the MCU like hinting towards a big movie, which we all thought, but Kevin Feige doesn't think there's a place for them in the movies. I get that. At first I was disappointed, and then I thought about it just now when you were kind of posing the question. I'm not even playing devil advocate. Mm-hmm. But since you just said like they're really well-developed, and they're kind of in their own corner, even though they reference the MCU all the time, uh-huh. but they're kind of like darker. Uh-huh. And... If we see them in like uh, Infinity War, I think it'd be really cool, but they won't get the the kind of attention that we're used to seeing. Well, them get. I didn't expect them to have big parts in there. I just wanted them to be in there. Oh yeah, me too, me too. But I can see like they're probably going back and forth in their heads, like uh, should we or should we not? I can see how it wouldn't and, work, and, and, it's, but... and it's like because you would be like, man, if this was like <laughs> if this was like the Netflix series, mm-hmm. Jessica Jones would have just killed that pers- that person. <laughs> but since, <laughs> but since this is a Infinity War, she's going to be like tough cookies instead of tough shit. You know, that kind of thing. Language. Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> but uh, Marvel movies are getting to where motherfuckers is dying and shit. But I don't know. That's just a weird example. Mm-hmm. But maybe that might be why I think the, the Defenders will come on like, y'all some fucking dicks. I'm leaving. Actually, yeah, because the Defenders are more like rooted in like real life. Uh-huh. Like, like gonna... <laughs> we, we actually, we're actually getting shit done on a level. I had to kill that purple motherfucker. He was killing people. <laughs> He's like Daredevil was dealing like Punisher would probably shoot some motherfuckers. <laughs> like, yeah, you couldn't have Punisher in it because they'd be like Captain America would be like language, and he'd be like, "I will shoot you." Yeah, pretty much. So that that's why I can see like they might they might not mesh well because Pun- you're right because Punisher would be shooting people in the head in Infinity War, mm-hmm. and they're like, "No, like <laughs> we don't we don't do that here." And he's like, I have, "I have guns. I don't know what you what you thought I, I would I'm do." Not, I'm I'm like Batman, but better because. 
I don't have an arch enemy. You want to know why? I'm rid of him upon first seeing him. Yes. I found out where he was. No one was around. I shot him in the fucking head, then went and teabagged him, and then threw a grenade down his draws. So even if he is dead, he has a reason to come get me now. Oh, yeah, and he killed my family. So that being said, do you, you do want to see them, but do you think it would work? I don't think they would be a big part of the movie. I, when I heard... How many? What number were they bragging about? Sixty-seven. Sixty-seven characters. I thought they were going to be in passing. I was just counting everybody that was. I imagine they're just going to be like you know, like the airport scene in Civil War. Mm-hmm. I imagine just be something like that. Yeah, they're going to try and jump Thanos, but they weren't going to get any big paychecks. So I thought it's all going to be in there. I thought Luke Cage was like, "What's up, Cap? We should work together one time." Well, you know how in uh, I think how the contracts work mm-hmm. is is it's like they sign them like per movie. Mm-hmm. No, I think they're signed to do a few movies. Yeah. So, eh. However, however they plays it out, they might have have different loopholes and uh, no trade clauses and shit like that. But I, they're signed to do some movies, and they're signed that they can't do no DC shit and porn. Because <laughs> uh, microculture has been offered. Well, it's called. You want some coffee? No. Huh? Yes, yes, yeah. I see what you mean. All right, but. I can see why the greediness and the realness of Netflix, they're kind of a different thing because they're all street level, except for maybe Iron Fist. Because he's he's magic. Yeah. He's still street level, but yeah, his magic is a little weird, so that might fit Like he, No, I mean, I could think he could get up with some motherfuckers if if they're going to use his full range of powers and shit like that. Um, Maybe even... Luke Cage, if he actually took some karate classes or some shit like that, because <laughs> he can't he can't really fight. He's just like pretty invincible, kind of. Yeah, and not even invincible, invincible. Maybe if some Shatari weapons try to hit that motherfucker, yeah. But I mean, might get knocked down, but he still can throw a punch. But I think Iron Fist is the only person that's not a street level. Actually, you know what? Punisher's not street level because bullets hurt people. Even invincible <laughs> motherfucker, you run up on Loki with a thing, and you get to drop on him. You throw a bullet at his head. He's dead. I don't give a fuck what you say. There ain't no magic in the world stopping. There ain't no Ars Guardian magic stopping a fucking high power rifle <laughs> coming at your dome. I don't care what that uh, fucking crown is made of. Now, a movie that we're both uh, sort of excited about. The trailer came out this week. Movie we're sketchy about. We're gonna take bets on Logan, the third. And last installment in the Wolverine franchise. I almost feel like we could have did a whole thirty-minute review of this trailer because we're like, "What's going on here?" We just there's a there's a lot to say about it. it I'm sure you've seen the trailer by now if you're listening to this. Mm-hmm. Now, the director has he's sort of been like kind of coy about if that's X twenty three or not, but mm-hmm. to me, it's pretty clear that it is. And I, I just have a lot of questions, and the timeline is all messed up. How how how? If you haven't read the old man story, old man Logan storyline, the, the book itself looks like a lot more fun. It's not as like dark and serious as this. And I, I kind of wanted to see that more of that, but of course they don't own the rights to those characters. So instead, it looks like Wolverine is piling around with um, Professor, X. Professor X's good buddy, mm-hmm. and it looks like they have to get X twenty three somewhere. All right, tag. I'm back in. Put you in, coach. Yeah. So. You were flailing. <laughs> um, so, like I said, it looked like we could do the whole review of this because we know what's happening, but we also knew it couldn't happen, right? X-23 has staple characters, three staple characters. Logan, of course. This is years in the future. 
20 i think it's 2024 is it, no no not the setting f- the actual the uh comic book oh well it's in like alternate timeline but yeah alternate timeline, but yeah but, but yeah it's, it's, it's like it, but yeah. everybody's dead but yeah it's like 60 years in the future yeah everybody's far, fucking yeah. dead there's three staples there's fucking um <clears throat> main characters by me staples there's logan of course old man logan the hulk and hawkeye mm-hmm. so automatically this movie couldn't be made old man logan because three different movie studios, two movie studios are on the same team, kind of, and then fuck Fox. So that wasn't going to happen. But it's one of the most iconic and probably the best storyline for a movie. And it was very popular when it came out. Um, it's actually probably one of the reasons like X-Men comics are still alive mm-hmm. because of this book and shit like that. Because Marvel's been is doing this job, like Marvel Studios and Marvel owners been like, fuck X-Men. And they've been like kind of pulling everything they've been doing. So Fox in its ultimate non-wisdom is like, let's make this movie. So you got to kind of have to bastardize the story. You could have made a good X-Men universe is so big. It could stand alone, but the writing is so bad from Fox. It can't stand alone. Right. Cause they keep letting Brian Singer direct shit. Mm-hmm. Now, then again, he's not touching this one, so I have a little bit of hope. Mm-hmm. But the trailer is literally hopeless. Yeah, and so what reason why that is like, uh, I said they could have found a super powerful dude. Like you could have just put no names in it because X twenty three is really a no name if you're talking about to people that that non the average just the comic book movie fan, right? They don't know who X twenty three is. So you could have just put a super power dude that's taking over the Badlands. Hawkeye, they're trying to find Spider-Man's daughter or some shit like that, or his daughter, Spider-Bitch or whatever. Yeah, which sounds terrible, but yeah, that's actually her name. Yeah, so it's like they could have just replaced these people and just written with the same story, but they didn't. For some reason, Professor X is in this movie now, looking the same. And I told you why, because if you remember after the third one when he died, he hinted that he can put his mind in somebody else's body. And so then he came back into the third one, him and Magneto, and said, there's something coming, blah, blah, blah. So he was still riding down a wheelchair, which, which, okay, so that means, god damn it, I got to talk about X-Men 3. So that means <laughs> he put his consciousness into somebody else's body, and he's doing it. So, okay, okay. No, you see, what he did was he's, he's using his power to make everybody think he yes. looks like Patrick Stewart. Exactly. Why the fuck is he in a wheelchair? Because his power is rooted in his disability sub in his subconscious that's the best answer you got no i think the cartoon touched on that at one point maybe but i could be wrong but But anyway so and so that's why you're saying oh this is in the future timeline from where they are so patrick shooting gets old as shit by then and i was like maybe he just projected himself or maybe he actually patrick stewart don't age either he's like black that that earl gray is a fucking <laughs> he must drink all the tea because yes. I'm pretty sure he's 800 years old also. Exactly. Remember, he looked the same he did as he was Jean Luc Picard. <laughs> yeah, in Star Trek Generations. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and he's white as fuck. But then England don't get no sun, so that that, that helps with the rays. Actually, no, no sun is bad. Like you can get sunburned through clouds. That it's actually magnifies the rays. You guys just learned something there. Um, I'm looking at you right now because I'm like, kudos to you for that, ran- like, that random fact. Damn it! <laughs> Fucking living black, um, living black snapple over here. Yeah, <laughs> black snapple. That's my. I like that name. That's my scripper name. Now I have to just give him shake. It's like a script. Um, hey, you got to, you got to. College ain't cheap. Yeah, shit. Um, 
my whole thing is they're teasing Weapon X, and just like Fox Faction, we know who the fuck it is, and we can find out who the fuck it is. You guys could have just left her out of it. We were gonna see the movie anyway. That's what Fox is saying. You're gonna, you're, we're gonna see the movie anyway. Yeah, you've got our money. Don't, <laughs> don't, you don't have to trick us into seeing that this. movie. Could have been bad, and y'all could have brought out X twenty three. We're like, what the fuck? We were like, touchdown, motherfuckers. Yeah. And they're like, they keep saying this is the last Logan, this last time Hugh Jackson's going to get in it. Wolverine does, I mean, Fox doesn't know better. Ever since, we wanted Robert Downey Jr. to do more Iron Mans. He's actually best. We can't blame him for Iron Man 2 and Iron Man 3. Iron Man 2 wasn't that bad, bad villain. Iron Man 3, what the fuck? <laughs> but that wasn't Robert Downey Jr. because he was still Robert Downey Jr. And it's not like... Uh, Chris Evan, where he actually has a legitimate, or even Jennifer Lawrence. I don't feel like going through three hours of makeup. Robert Downey Jr. does nothing to be Iron Man. He shows up drunk. I'm like, eh, what do I want to do? I'm Talk sure to this he green screen. I'm pretty sure he had to lift some weights. I mean, he, he looks take, in shape. He doesn't have to take his shirt off. Maybe he's maybe he's in that state of shape all the time. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, he seems like a playboy. Like, I think he probably wears a, like a a fucking waist trainer. <laughs> <laughs> well, he just sucks it in for he, every take. He does wear heels, so yeah. I wouldn't put it past him. Yeah, so he just sucks it in for like every take. So it's not physically demanding. He just got to learn his line, and he's a great fucking actor. So. When he was like, I don't want to do it anymore. I don't want people to get mad at us. We said, no, Robert, you're good. Write a better movie. And then they went back to John Favreau for the fourth one. For Iron Man? Yeah. There isn't a fourth one. It's coming out. No. Uh-huh. They said he's going to do it. Nope. He said he was going to do it. No, he didn't. Uh-huh. No. Uh-huh. Okay, sure. Yeah, he said he's doing it. Shut up. So, anyway, I think Fox is dumb enough to throw more money at Hugh Jackman because you're the only one that can play Wolverine because you're tall and Australian. And Wolverine's short and Canadian. You're the only one that can play him. But it's... So if you don't know who X-23 is, it's Wolverine's daughter. Currently, she's the Wolverine in the comics. After Wolverine is now dead. For, he's been dead for about two years. How'd he die? Um, I don't know. I forget. Oh, he got covered in adamantium. Liquid adamantium, which hardened, and he died. Oh. That seems like a waste of adamantium. I know. It's kind of, it's, Wolverine's it's expensive to kill him. Mm-hmm. He'll be back. Of course, but oh, Deadpool but, told me why he's, they, he he never dies because the comic books the comic book keep the comic book people love him. Very true. He's now but, talking about woke as fuck. Deadpool's woke as fuck. It's so it's like twenty forty eight mm-hmm. in this alternate timeline. X twenty three is a young kid, but currently she's on the X Men, mm-hmm. and they're still making X Men movies. Mm-hmm. How? How sway? How how is, how are they going to get together? I don't fucking know. Don't ask me. I don't like what. What what are they doing, man? It doesn't make any sense. Fox sucks. They're supposed to be leading her to like lead the new franchise, which which would be cool. You know what Fox is? Fox is me. Fox is you. Fox knows. Fox thinks the reset button is universal. You get to a hard level reset. <laughs> You don't want to say reset. That's you're, what they think they're doing. You're about to lose on the internet game and you just turn the console off? Yeah, because you don't want to do it. That's what, that's what it's like. All right, just repeat it. They're, they're a rage quitter. So they oh, we can just reset it. We can just make a going back in time movie. I really think they do it because they don't know what the fuck they're doing. You know what I would have did? Hey, Deadpool guy, you made a great fucking movie. You want to do this Wolverine movie? 
They let Ben Affleck do everything in DC. At least try and make that fuck up. You mean Zack Snyder? Ben Affleck's going to make a good Batman movie. Sorry. He still is. I know it. Sorry. But they kind of gave him the keys after the uh, Batman vs. Superman. It's like, Ben Affleck, you look like you know everything about comic books. How about you do it? Meanwhile, Kevin Smith is at home being a good director and a fucking nerd. He's going to help Ben with this. He is. But they could give him the keys to the kingdom. Well, they're dumb, though. They don't know that. <laughs> they're dumb as fuck. He's he's like he's like literally walking by the studio, just like on his way on his way to another job, reading a Batman comic book. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? Maybe maybe they did offer him, and he's smarter than that. He's like, you know what? I'm nah, like, he's I'm... too big of an nerd to not jump on the keys of the kingdom. No, but he he can make good stuff though. So he's like, you know what? I'm not going to touch that because you're trash. No, he probably he probably had a contract waiting for them. It was like Kevin F- Kevin Smith. Do you want to? Here's my contract. Full creative control? No, we can't do that. We need to fuck up this movie. Yeah, basically. No, no. no. But also... Daniel, uh, David Ayers. He makes good movies. Mm-hmm. But and he also, writes good movies. Studio fucked him up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you, do you think there was a good movie in there and they fucked it up? Yeah. Like, I really think there was a good movie. Because some of the shit... I love the movie, and the, some of the shit I didn't like was... Like, how it should have ended it is like, we're family media. And they was like, whoa, family. I'm like... I think you're cool, but I mean, we just started fighting each other, and that's only because we fourth. Amigos, and like, yeah, that sounds a little better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Speaking of Amigos and a movie that heavily influenced Suicide Squad, we saw a teaser for Guardians of the Galaxy yes. 2. Yes. That looks really fun. I'm super excited. You know what I'm not? I'm mad about what? Groot's still a baby. So what the hell's going on? Uh, I like that. Kind of like switching up the dynamic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they gave us a hilarious shot of like baby Groot <laughs> <laughs> wearing the. Uh, Wearing the red leather jacket, the thriller, the thriller jacket sitting on Rocket's shoulder. Mm-hmm. It's going to be dope. So, I'm like, I guess he gets to hold him around. Like, what is he going to groot up? That's my whole thing. Give him some Miracle Grow or something. Swing by Terra, what they call us, in the Guardians of the Galaxy. And and grow this motherfucker up. Is Vin Diesel in this movie? Is he not getting paid? He's like, what the fuck? <laughs> I need this money. That's the easiest money I've ever made you gotta save like, me like a couple million nah, I heard to say he, i'm groot i heard he did a lot of method acting for that movie like he stayed in character for six months <laughs> he did <laughs> he did a lot of research that's stupid oh sorry <laughs> <laughs> i love you Vin Diesel. Uh, oh that was good <laughs> it looked good uh dave batista looked like he didn't do one sit-up for this movie and i if they explain it like He's kind of resting on his laurels because he hasn't had to be Drax the Impaler Destroyer because he's have friends and he has family now. So he's kind of getting lackadaisical. And then he gets buffed during the movie when they have to go to the big fight scene. Montage. With 80s music. Man, I fucking love montages. That would be dope to see him get in shape in the movie if they actually were smart enough to use that. Because Dave Bautista, they probably did him in, uh, he took off his shirt and get ready for the thing. And I looked at him like, James Gunn was like, hey. Hey, some fucking sit-ups. <laughs> See this motherfucking Star-Lord over here looking buffered you? What the fuck? Even a fucking raccoon looks buffered in you, fat fuck. And you used to be a WWF champion? Bastard. That being said, this movie's going to take all my money. Oh, yeah. <laughs> here it is already. I already saw it. I already paid to see it twice. All right. Get out of Ridge News! Damn. See, we're on the same... Get on my level. You're on my level. Well, we have the same notes, and we were time for. Oh, that's how you. That's how you knew what I was gonna say. This is bananas. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, Q 
Keanu slipped a fast one by his. I, I didn't know about this fucking movie. Hey, man, Keanu keeps us on our toes. Exactly. This is, I don't think this has ever happened like since we started doing this show. Mm-hmm. Like Keanu has like, released a movie. Yeah, yeah. Was, did John Wick come out when we were doing this show? No, 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 no. Uh, I don't think ever since we've been the Keanu fanboys that the show turned into, <laughs> he's released a movie on us. He sneak distance too. He was like, "Y'all not real fans because y'all haven't been talking about the whole truth that drops tomorrow." What the fuck, Keanu? Is that why you won't return our calls? I guess I guess he's been busy because we haven't been talking sense. about this movie. He does listen to the show. What's up, Keanu? This is just talking to him like, "Listen, hey Keanu, how you doing, bro?" Talk to him like he's listening. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we're super excited about your movie. We're going to see it tomorrow. I don't know about tomorrow. I'm going to see it though. I'm going to see it definitely. Looks good. Yeah, it does. I see what you do there with the whole truth. Wink, wink. They kind of gave away too much movie in the trailer, though. Yeah, they did. As trailers usually do. Yeah, but all, no. They gave away the whole fucking movie, though. All, all trailers. The to, mom did it. All tra- <laughs> They did. All trailers need to end, like, 40 seconds earlier now. Uh, Yeah, but he looks like he's acting good in the movie. It kind of surprised me. When I read the synopsis, I'm like, I'll pass. But then when I saw the trailer, I'm like, all right. He's just looking at him again. And I was like, he looks like John Wick. Took a break from uh, murdering, <laughs> and he was like, "You know what? I'm gonna try lawyering." And then he just banged out because Keanu's good at everything he does. And I just need to see him punch and flip one person. He doesn't have to shoot anybody; just a judo throw on somebody. All right, all right. And that was Keanu Reeves. Dude. The whole truth is in theaters this week. Go see that <laughs> shit. Oh, all right. Take a break. Let's take a break. Take a look at my life, I'm just an average show. Booking shows, I've been inside so many holes. I think it's bad, cause I'm living with so many goals. Now watch the money roll. Roll a stone, hold your own in a struggled home. I'm really grown, hear the tone, call you on the phone. Opportunity would never pick up. So on my journey, I'ma go and find something bigger. I'm just an average nigga, yeah. Tell me if you love the verse. I'm just a curse, snatch your old lady fucking purse. I'm walking around thinking everybody go to work. But I'm the only nigga working on this fucking earth. So here I am, God. Take me up to the gates, may I walk by. They ask why am I the only nice guy? Hip hop And we're back. Let's get into our top five. No, wait, 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 wait. What? First of all, shout out to Ric Flair of the Four Horsemen, aka. Nom- uh, Vice Presidential nominee Ric Flair on the Whack a Flack of Flame Ric Flair campaign. Welcome back, old friend. Did you see that shit? No, man. No. He called him Whack a Flack of Flame, and he also called him the greatest rapper on the planet. So obviously, Ric Flair did not know who Whack a Flack of Flame is. I was just good to see Ric Flair talking to bitches and being hella pervy towards them. And I was like, wait, wait, wait. No, 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 no. You can't do this as a joke because. Donald Trump ruined perviness. Just a little bit. Let's get into our top five for this week. I like how you just like, waxed over what I was just saying. I did. It's time for the top five, Vic. What are you doing? Focus. No. Stop. Like what do you? What do you? I need those notes. Can you not draw all over them? Well, shit. You wrote them down already. <sighs> all right. Well, that's this week's top five is. Oh. Most powerful voices, aka, who you want to voice your GPS. You go first. I went first last week. Twice. Hugo first is a uh, is a is a um, mutant. Um, just to piss you off, Keith David. 
Why'd you take one from my list? In fact, that naming him last week was the inspiration for this top five. But hey, you explain why you like him because he's number five on your list, which you didn't steal at all. Oh no, because every time he's in something, first of all, he was awesome in gargoyles. I'm just gonna steal your fucking answers. You are a son of a bitch. <laughs> Uh, he was awesome in Gargoyles, and that alone would be a reason. But nah, the dude's voice is powerful. Every time he's in, when he was an Archer, I was like, God damn, man, he's talking to me, dude. Like I feel like he's always talking at me. Like he can make like anything, even when he have a small role, it's awesome. And then he almost, and still another joke of yours, he almost made me want to enlist in the army when he was doing those voices. Just fuck you up. Look, you should see the the eyes he gave me. Keith David. My number five. This was Sabotage. Sabotage. You know he's from Harlem? Nope. Well, he is. Good job. Still, look, he's fucking fuming right now. <laughs> all, all the things that Vic said. Is that your five? He's the greatest gargoyle. I like the uh, the social commentary that gargoyles had. Because, you know, the inner species romance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Hey. With the black gargoyle. Did you ever see the movie The Thing? Mm-mm. With John Carpenter? He's in Probably, that. He's yeah. in that. It's pretty dope. No, actually, I thought The Thing was it was good for practical effects, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because it was, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the movie's dope, and all your reasons were mine, so I'm not going to repeat them. <laughs> I really was fucking with him. Um, My dude, God rest his soul, Michael Clark Duncan. I think I won this episode just because I sabotaged you from the gate. I, like, pushed you over, that's, and that, nobody saw it. That's fine. I think... I think the rest of ours are different. Yeah. And I think you, you always fucking sway the listeners by saying, like, I'm pretty sure I won. <laughs> and then I just get pissed off for the rest of the time. I, I'm, I'm Hillary Clinton-ing you, all right? <laughs> I just throw you off at the beginning, and then you look like an asshole. But no, Michael Clark Duncan, um, one of the greatest boys. He was one of the best parts of that Planet Apes crappy movie. Um, he says one of my... <laughs> bow, bow your head to see Bow like- your head to see Ruth. Don't look Seymour in his eye. Um, he was short. <laughs> he played Kingpin. In, oh, we get to see him Kingpin when we watch Daredevil. Yes. I'm super and excited. White people weren't mad back then when the black guy was the Kingpin. They probably were, but we didn't have Twitter. Um, Like I said, iconic voice. And he said one of the greatest lines ever. I quote it to this day. Don't you put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. Don't you put that evil <laughs> on me, Ricky Bobby. Uh, just a... Uh, Great voice, and I miss him. He seemed like he was a really good dude. <laughs> Sad now. <laughs> um, oh, black people, stop ignoring health problems. We die of diabetes. We die of hypertension. They're called doctors. Even though a lot of people aren't health care, have health insurance. A lot of y'all motherfuckers do have health insurance. Go to the fucking doctor. Tell me pork. Healthy PSA from Vic. I did go to the gym today, but I also ate carnitas. So. Good job. You got to balance it out, baby. You don't want to shock your system, all right? Moderation. Being healthy comes with moderation. Actually, you can actually lose too much weight too fast. That shit will fuck with you. Yeah, that's true. Let me see. My number four on my list is actually different from yours. Mm-hmm. That is uh, Phil Lamar. Who's you, that? You know who that is? He's like one of the most prolific voice actors. He's a Hermes Samurai Jack. Oh, he's he's kind of everybody. There's some fan fiction that uh, Professor uh, X and Samurai Jack is the same person. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> and I gotta read it too because that's just fucking awesome. You, I'm a little bit surprised. You were like in the bowels of the internet 
like how you, you need other hobbies, man. You, <laughs> You're on the internet way more than me. I am. A, I'm in a different place on the internet. I guess apparently. cooler shit just come past my timeline. That is definitely a di- a matter of opinion. That <laughs> you don't think that's cool fan fiction? Sure, sure it is. Come on, you didn't like Powerpuff Girls? That was that show's greatest. That's my and favorite. You my favorite. love fucking Samurai Jack. Those are both my favorite cartoonists, man. And you can see how they look the same. Yeah, I guess. Like, All right, so shut up. All right, send me a link later. <laughs> it's like, you'll find you so good. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't read the whole thing, but that's like what it's hitting to. Okay, okay. Go ahead. Where, my bad. Talk about you, dude. You were talking about he's No, I did. He's the greatest. Okay. Oh, and also he got shot in the face in Pulp Fiction. If you need a visual on who he is. Okay. <laughs> um, Christopher Walken. Uh, he should be number one, but he's white. All right? White. Nah. Greatest voice ever. Anywhere he's saying it, like he can be, he can be playing a serious role. I love him when he's being comedic. I love him when he's comedic serious. Even you, like you can, I, even when he's being serious, he's a great fucking actor. You kind of still listen to him what he's saying. It's like, <laughs> oh my god, he just killed that man. <laughs> like he's probably one of the best, if not the best. Um, SNL skits ever, uh, Blue Oyster Colts. I need more cowbell. You have him being awesome in it. I wear gold-plated diaper babies. <laughs> <laughs> I put on my pants just like any other man, one leg at a time. Difference is I go make gold records after. I need more cowboy. Then you have fucking Will Ferrell being a fucking douche, and then you have Jimmy Kimmel. I mean, Jimmy Kimmel. Uh, Jimmy Fallon. Breaking character like he always did. How he parlayed his career into being an awesome, not an awesome, being the biggest night show thing, and I never understand. I think he's a puppet, and he's fucking not that funny to me. White privilege. Now, we <laughs> me, actually, me and my mom was having that conversation. She was like, Jimmy Fallon, I don't, I don't think it's funny. And I was, and we were talking about how he kind of, like, nobody liked him after he kind of threw softball questions at Donald Trump. And I was like, see, Jimmy Kimmel wouldn't have did that because Jimmy Kimmel ain't no punk. Uh, Lauren Michaels, he's like the producer for SNL. Mm-hmm. He he just kind of loves him. That's it. Yeah, I can see how like being loved, keeps getting your job, Tony Romo. <laughs> well, he, he's finally getting the boot though, right? Yeah, I think they're like no, uh, Jerry Jones. I was having this conversation that Jerry Jones' ego is the reason why the the. The Dallas Cowboys don't have like nine fucking titles is because he thought Jimmy Johnson was getting too much credit for the Super Bowl wins. And so that's why he fired Jimmy Johnson. You fired one of the greatest coaches ever while he was being a great coach, while you had three fucking Hall of Famers on your team. and But you wanted more credit, so you fired your best coach. You're retarded. And you see where they've been ever since then. They're stuck at five forever. So anyway, that's fine. That's kind of where my franchise is right now. Your franchise is that for different, and there's been talks about uh, they need to, because uh, you know Jed York's mother is Lisa DeBartolo. Yeah. So she's hearing that fans and they've just uh, ESPN just voted them worst ran franchise. Oh hell yeah! And so there's been grumbles that, and I'm hearing that Lisa's like, "Nah, we're gonna have to take the team away from you." Because you're fucking embarrassing us. Back when Eddie just got in the Hall of Fame for being a fucking owner. 
And then we go from this, and you're my fucking son. What the fuck? Eddie's still alive, and just slapping bitches and being, and then thinking about like buying land to own some of the Raiders or some bullshit like that. Speaking of the Raiders, I got to talk about that shit. It's going to be funny. All right, let's get back into our top sorry, five. Sorry, we got, sorry, we got a little bit of a side tangent. Yeah. We, get, we got like. It's funny how we got to the Barlow's. We get like woke and then it's sports and then it's <laughs> boats work. Woke. All right, let's come. Let's, let's come. Let's but Christopher come Walken, uh, King of New York, uh, Seven Psychopaths, everything he does. You guys made a lot of money while I was out in the street. It's not a made eight. I don't King, say that in line, right? King of New York. King of New York, yeah. That shit is the greatest. Mm-hmm. Kevin Conroy, my number three, for the simple fact that he's the greatest Batman of all time, mm-hmm. starting with Batman the Animated Series, acting alongside the great Mark Hamill, is the best mm-hmm. Joker of all time also. Um, and he's still, he's still it, he's doing the it. one from, uh, he's also the one in Killing Joke. Yeah. He's still doing it now. They're both still doing it now. Yeah. Like what? 30, 30 years later, 25 years later. Yes. And he made the Batman creepiest Batman ever by having unprotected bat sex with Batgirl. So you don't think that you don't think they used the bat condom? No, they did not use the bat condom. His utility belt was not ready for that. That's the last <laughs> thing he was fucking thinking of bat sex. That movie was awful. I still didn't think that joke was funny. I, I watched that joke like 50 times. I don't know why that was the joke. Um, well, yeah, The creator himself said, you know, this story isn't that great, you know. Mm-hmm. Just so you know, this is this story isn't that great. <laughs> I'm like, damn, when the writer says it, I'm like, well. He's like, y'all pick this one? <laughs> He's like, I mean, I'm not, I'm going I'm to cash a check for sure. He's like, but- I- <laughs> Whole shit over here. Like y'all can do. I'll give you to them. Give me some shit on the back end. This one? I'm fine. Whatever. Um. Damn it. Morgan Freeman. My favorite magical Negro. Um. Everything is when Morgan Freeman just voices stuff. It's awesome. Morgan Freeman. Good Morgan Freeman impressions are awesome. That's how awesome his voice is and shit like that. Um, Morgan Freeman was born old. <laughs> like, have you ever seen a young picture of Morgan Freeman? It doesn't exist. No, it doesn't. Uh, everything in, he touches. And he doesn't do that much voiceover work for, like, cards and shit like that. I listen to anything. There's rumors and there was talks that he's going to, like, some GPS hired him to do the GPS voice. I'd buy that shit in forever. This is, I GPS everywhere. I GPS from work to home every day. Just hear him say the same old <laughs> shit. Morgan Freeman in everything. Because he's in everything. He should be in Star Wars. Ooh, he should be in fucking Wakanda. It's not even called Black Panther. It's called Wakanda. <laughs> I kind of want them to make like a Family Matters style sitcom called Wakanda. Mm-hmm. Where it's about like teenage T'Challa getting in hijinks. It's about the most privileged black kids ever. That we look at like <laughs> damn African darkies living in your perfect world with your zero, zero carbon footprint and your daily fighting class and your world class sports and your oh god damn it <laughs> is it number one we would have went back to Africa is it number one now? I think it's your two oh um Peter Cullen Optimus Prime I gave you that toss up drops Mike the greatest mm-hmm. he's so good he played the voice. The voice actor in the 80s, right? Yeah. And then 
in the single, probably the single greatest, one of the greatest castings ever, and the greatest voice casting ever. They casted him as the Optimus Prime voice in the movies where they were bastardized. Damn it, I used bastardized enough. Logan's bastardized, 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 bastardized. Well, early on, you did say that was going to be the word of the episode. Yeah, I, I guess, did you did you feel that coming early I, on? I, yeah, no, because I was going to say it in Logan because they're bastardizing the story. But then we read it, and then, like, it didn't get... Anyway. My number one is Mr. Mufasa himself, James Earl Jones. Is that your number one? Fine. Um, yes. <laughs> yeah, I knew you were going to get it because I was starting talking to you, but it's like... First of all, he was Mufasa. First and foremost, he was Mufasa. Um, he he was probably that. Mufasa reminds me of that one good black dad in the hood. He was furious. <laughs> he was lying furious. Lying <laughs> furious, like, but didn't die. Like he just like but died. So it's like he probably he probably got the other kids around, took them camping and shit. Now nah, y'all need to learn how to live off the land and shit like that. Just in case Whitey drives out the hood. Like I swear, if Mufasa would have like lived. There would have been, like, more social commentary. Like, you can't fuck with them hyenas over there, son. Anyway, he was <laughs> he was Darth Vader. We got to keep the money in the pride. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you need to buy pride-owned businesses and shit like that, all right? All right? To protect your fucking neck. It's like, listen, the hy- hyenas is no place for, a, you know, the hyenas army is no place for a lion. Yeah. Then he was like, look here, look here. He was like, all these female lionesses are going to be looking at you, all right? But you need to respect these lionesses, all right? Don't be fucking around on these lionesses, all right? Treat, One month. You treat them like queens? Treat, treat them like, like queens. the queens they are? Yes. Then he was Darth Vader. No, yeah. I mean, well, before he was Darth Vader. And, I mean... One of the most iconic voices. Then they showed some scrawny ass white dude at the end of the series, and was like, "Ew, what the fuck is that? That's not James Earl Jones." That, that's because he had all those skin injuries. But Darth Vader is uh, definitely the blackest Star Wars character. Yes. Um, and that voice is just iconic, even with a, <gasps> you know, it's just that he put fear in the hearts, and he wasn't even that scary. He just that voice. Yes, and it seems so eloquent, even though he was evil. It's where, like, the force he was talking about was like a Muslim telling you about Allah. Look here, brother. The swine is a dirty. It eats slop. It bathes in its own filth. You can't be eating this animal. When he was talking about the force, he was like, no, the force is around all, all the time. And I was like, god damn. Shit, I'm starting to believe what he's saying. Could you imagine if James Earl Jones got up and started preaching to you? you probably start believing in the Lord. Yeah, and I'm a heathen. Yes. He's like, the way he says it, though, in that voice. And then, of course, his greatest role... King Joffrey Jaffer. We'll be standing at the wall off the store if you need me. Which is still one of the greatest costumes. To, <laughs> yes. to, to Have you day. seen the cosplay of those dudes? Like, the- uh, man, excellent. excellent. Touches, touches, my, touches my heart every time I see it. And this was probably uh, in the MCU because this was probably the neighboring kingdom to Wakanda because, Af- because Zamunda was a thriving business economy with... Their money ran long, so there's one of the African countries that was probably not colonized and probably not bastardized by the white man. So, uh, like their cousin, oh, that'd be so great. Some some Zamunda hints in, in fucking Black Hot <laughs> Panther. That would be so dope. Some some, some Easter eggs. I just want. Oh, uh, t- I'm about to t- tweet Ryan Coogler. <laughs> you gotta like, put Zamunda in. In any scene, can I just have somebody in like a green, red plaid vest? Yeah, that's all. Just, that's all I need. 
Just having a party in Wakanda or the funeral. Just have the funeral scenes and all dignitaries. And then you see James Earl Jones come out with his. Oh, that'd be so fucking dope. Um, tweet. We got to. We got to. Hey, everybody help me treat Ryan Coogler that because he would make that happen. He would. Yes. Just, just an Easter egg for the fans. Uh, you have any honorable mentions? Oh, <laughs> do I? Bill Murray. Alan Rickman. Uh, that's uh, uh, Professor Snape and uh, the uh, Hans Gruber. Uh, Ke- Kevin Michael Richardson. He was oh. he was the Joker in the Batman, and he was like fifteen voices on Young Justice. And Mark Wahlberg. I mean Mark uh, Hamill. Oh, Mark Hamill, of course. The Christoph great- Waltz. I that's, that's a great voice. Um, Sam Jackson. Oh, of course. Sorry, he couldn't make it. Sean Connery and everything he's ever done and everything. His his when you're when you have to know how to do a Sean Connery voice and when like people imitate you all the time, you have a great voice. That's true. DMX and Pac. <laughs> um, no, those are like the preacher the preachers of rap. Mm-hmm. I listened to DMX earlier today and I just want to fucking yell and bark. Ah, uh, even though he makes. Sometimes shitty stuff, Vin Diesel, because Riddick, I love him. I thought you were going to say that about DMX, mm-hmm. and I was just going to ask you to leave. <laughs> um, Sam Elliott, uh, Tiny Debo Lesser, <laughs> Zeus, Debo voice, that is a strong voice. If you heard him on a video game, he's like, God damn. Oh, honorable mention to myself, because my voice is the fucking greatest. I would like to hear you voice uh, cartoon babies. I'm going to look into it. Tony Todd... Uh, Dennis Haysbert, uh, Michael Jai White has a great uh, voice, and Julius, what's his name? Have you seen Black Dynamite? Of course. Okay, just making sure. <laughs> I have it. I own it. Me too. Now, yeah. a lot, now, a lot of people say like, oh man, all those movies are the same. I'm like, you haven't seen Black Dynamite, have you? Okay. Yeah. And the dude that plays Shona, uh, Julius something, I forgot his name. Curry. Curry. Um, all right, you got anything else for wrap up? I think. I the, never wrap it up. Hi-yo. Don't you... Don't you that's our joke. Don't you breathe past that. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Shout out to Shannon Sharp. Shout out to... I already said Ric Flair. Oh, okay. Just making sure you didn't forget. No. Uh, Elijah Greer is a musical guest this week. Uh, he's a musical guest this week because his, he makes dope music and it's, it's like wavy and shit. Mm-hmm. I like it. It's real it's chill. Like wavy as in fuck? Like wavy as... It's, wa- it's wavy. It's wavy as fuck. Like... Yeah, like Max B wavy. Okay. Not that it's like you, you can't use wavy and then all right. What? No, I, I, I just I, I would describe it as wavy. Maybe not Max B wavy, but wavy. You can't you can't do that. What? He's getting out tuned, bro. I don't want problems with Bear Gang. All right, he gets out in two years. And last thing I need him going back for killing you. Nah, I'm free Max this, B. This wait, is, wait, they are free Max. This B. is this is a pro Max B podcast. Just for the record. Harlem, son. Silver Surfer. All that. Ooh, I'm scratching up everything. Um, yeah. Do your spiel. Oh, the thing about uh, follow us on mm-hmm. Twitter, SoundCloud, and iTunes. Email us uh, questions and comments at allpodcastmatter at gmail.com. As far as what you would email us, maybe you could maybe you could ask us some questions like, hey, what's your what's your favorite kind of pie? Or maybe we can give you some some shitty advice. Mm-hmm. I'm good at giving. Sh- Actually, I'm a great listener. I can help. We can help you solve all your problems. Not all of them. 
Nope. You know when has everybody anybody asked you for directions, but then you don't know where it is? I say I, 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 I say, I, hey, you see that that six hundred dollar phone in your lap? Google, bitch. I like to tell people where to go, but I have no idea. Good job. Or just send them to a place you know is the hood. See what you can go down there. Like you're gonna see some bullet holes and stop sign. This, oh. this week for um, Vic's picks and what Kean's seeing, I saw. But in this case, it's listen to um, the Dave East album. Is he good? Yeah, he's up. You should give him a shot. All right, I'll give him a shot. Um, I want to try and give that Leonardo. I mean, <laughs> Keanu Reeves movie uh, a seeing. <laughs> the whole truth. Oh, we're plugging him like he's paying us or like he's even talking to us. I know you get my missed calls, Keanu. <laughs> 